Once again, we give God the glory. We give God the adoration. Wherever that you are, lay your hands upon your heart and let me pray with you. Lay your hands upon your heart and let me pray with you. Father, we declare by divine authority. In the name above every other name, we pray that let your people hear this word. As the people of Purple Fire Online Ministry, as those who are watching from home and those who are watching from other, other places, we pray in the mighty name of Jesus that let the heavens be open. We pray that may you give them the good heart to receive this particular word in the mighty name of Jesus. It may heart desire issues. It may problem that it can be addressed. It can be solved. We pray by divine authority in the name above every other name that let it be resolved in the mighty name of Jesus. Let your people receive answers from far and near in the mighty name of Jesus. That be the once again, my name is Reverend Ebenezer Asaria Shumen, and I'm the lead pastor of Purple Fire Online Ministry. The title of today's sermon, Adili Hataya, is the basis of your confidence. And under the basis of your confidence, I'm still dealing with pasted on confidence. Pasted on confidence. We started an episode titled The Basis of Your Confidence. And when I when I meet people, I ask them, what is the basis of your confidence? What actually moves you to do what you do? For instance, if you are serving Lucifer, what is the basis of your confidence? I am a minister of I'm a minister of God, I am a minister of Christ, and I'm serving God wholeheartedly, passionately, vigilantly. And I keep asking other souls and I keep on asking people that what is the basis of your confidence in serving the Lord? Probably I've been serving the Lord for probably maybe two years. You met God probably maybe four years. We met God probably five years. We've been serving God for 32 good years, for 40 good years, for 50 good years. And I'm asking you at this particular hour that what is the basics of your confidence? What actually moves you to do what you are doing at the entire? And I also went forward and I said that there are five types of confidence. There is what I call the covenanted confidence. What is the covenanted confidence? The covenanted confidence is when a man or a group of people get together and, and, and as a matter of fact, they, they receive or they enter in agreement with either God or with either man or themselves. I mean, and through that covenanted confidence, they act upon. For instance, there are five biblical covenants in the Bible. We have the Noahic covenant and we have the Abrahamic covenant. We have the priesthood covenant and we have the Davidic covenant and other sub-covenant as well. But I need to understand that there is a particular covenant that you got to have with God and that covenant will actually be the basis of your covenants or confidence and that, that, that confidence that, 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 that confidence or that covenant through the covenant you receive your confidence and through that confidence that you have received it will be a platform for you to minister to people and let, 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 let me explain something to you so that your lifestyle will be a bible for others to read when they don't have a time to read the Bible. So I'm asking you this particular hour, that what is the basis of your confidence? What is the basis of your confidence? And I further, I mean, gave her that, that type of confidence, and I, I further said that, under the, the covenanted confidence, sorry, under the, 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 the covenanted, yeah, under the covenanted confidence, I, I, entered a, I entered a covenant with the law under the Davidic covenant. I entered the covenant with the Lord under the Davidic covenant. So if you are looking for me, 
And we are asking and checking what is the base of me, my confidence, Reverend Ebenezer Sarasumeni, and my wife, and my family at large, which are coming from heaven. I will tell you that the base of our confidence is based upon the covenant, the divinity covenant that the Lord entered with me when I started ministry. The Lord said to me, He said, Son, I'm entering a particular covenant with you. Listen very carefully. He said, Son, I'm entering a particular covenant with you, so I may regard the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And they gathered and they called me in a meeting and they said that we are entering a covenant with you, but it is under the divinity covenant. What is it? He said, If man can break the day, the covenant between the day and the covenant between the night, if they can break that particular covenant, then I, the Lord, will break the covenant I have with you. And I said, Lord, wow, this is so powerful. So since that day, I don't care about what I do, provided it is positive and it is written in the scrolls of eternity and it has been vetted and authorized for me to speak about, I don't care about it. Because I am dwelling under the divinity covenant. So until the day, the covenant between the day and until the covenant between the night, until that covenant comes to an end, if there is no day in air, on earth and there will be night on earth, then that particular covenant I have with the Lord it has fallen or it has failed out. If that particular covenant fell, then my enemies can follow me. Then my enemies can destroy me. Then my enemies can kill me. Then my enemies can destroy what I have. Because if we study the lifestyle of David, you got to understand that David was using diversity of source. He was a man of war. David was a man of war. He was a man of fire. As a matter of fact, the Holy Ghost was upon the blade of, of, of David. When he lifted up a sword, the Holy Spirit was sitting upon that sword. So you get to understand that before you attack any man of God, you should know that dimension is coming from. I'm not under the Abrahamic covenant. I'm partially under that. But the real covenant that the Lord entered with me, whereby the Son came to greet me in my room. I saw that the Son appear to me, and the Son bowed to me. And I saw the moon come to me, and the moon bowed to me. And I saw the constellation, the stars, the Jupiter, the Earth, they all came to me. Then I remembered what Paul said. That the creation is waiting for the endless manifestation of the sounds of God. And I want to understand that no. I'm not speaking to any deity, but I'm speaking to the spirit of the living God. So this particular, I want you to understand that what is the basis of your confidence? And I begin to explain the covenanted confidence, and I kept on, and I kept on, I mean, I kept on uh, giving a lot of confidences, and there, there is an unwarranted confidence. Uh, if you follow that, this particular message, you get to understand it very well. And there is an, what I call the pistol on confidence. And this particular hour, we are going to deal with the pistol on confidence. Uh, I pray by divine authority in the name of Bible, brother, name that after this particular message, you shall not be the same. You shall not be the same. You will not serve the marine kingdom. Neither would Maroon soldiers follow you at daily attire because you have the confidence of Christ Jesus. The pasted on confidence. What is the pasted on confidence? Pasted on confidence simply means to stack onto someone with confidence and liquid adhesive, supernaturally known as anointing. So this comes to reason that on the concern the pasted on confidence, there is something that is, I mean. Binding two things or binding other things. For instance, if it is grace, there is what I call spiritual adhesive. What is spiritual adhesive? Spiritual adhesive is the anointing. That is what the Bible says. That, and, 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 and how God anointed Jesus Christ of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost. 
He said he was anointed, not with the anointing, but Jesus was anointed with the Holy Ghost and with power. And he went around doing good, healing people. What comes to reason that there are certain ministers who have been anointed with the Holy Ghost. And not only the Holy Ghost, but what I call the spiritual daily attire, the spiritual or the, the spiritual liquid adhesive, which is also known as the anointing. So when the anointing is poured upon you, that is when that God can release certain mantles, like the authoritative mantle, like the healing mantle, like, like the teaching mantle, like the apostolic grace, like the prophetic grace, like the prophetic eyes, because we are in the nature by Lucifer thing in wise. Speaking to you, we are living in the days whereby Lucifer thinks he is wise. Lucifer is not wise. He thinks he's wise. Lucifer is never wise. Lucifer is not because whatever that God gives to you, you see principalities in the, in, in, in the caliber of man trying to fight and perceive you and take that thing from you. So the Lord said, Oh, wow, I'm wise than Lucifer. I'm going to put something like what an adhesive. That is the anointing. And upon the anointing, I will build certain things upon you. And you will manifest in your, I mean, in your capacity. I pray and I declare whoever that is watching me, that wants a prophetic eye. In the mighty name of Jesus, receive it right now. In the name of Jesus. We will turn the Bible with me to Genesis chapter 6 verse 11. Genesis chapter 6 verse 11, as I read. It said, and there came an angel of the Lord and sat under an oak which was in Oprah that pertained unto Joash, the Abiazarite, and his son Gideon. Tress with by the wind press to hide it from the Midianites. In the verse of the Bible says, And the angel of the Lord appeared unto him and said unto him, The Lord is with thee, thou mighty man of valor. But if Gideon could actually sit down and assess his life, he would get to understand that no, he is not a mighty man of valor because he's lacking in certain ways. But when the angel of the Lord saw him, he said, Hey, you mighty man of valor. What stands to reason that? There are certain things in the life of people. There are certain things in the life of other people. There are certain things in the life of our siblings, our brothers, our sisters, that we might not even know. But we need somebody who has spiritual discernment. We need somebody who is connected to God to open our eyes, give us illumination concerning the identity of these people. Because Gideon never knew. Because Gideon, Father, if I continue, you better understand why Gideon never knew his identity. So when the angel of the Lord came from heaven and he had a direct contact with Gideon, he said, Thou are a mighty man of valor. Which sounds to reason that the guy was very brave. The guy was very, he was heavy in the spirit. The guy was very heavy. He was heavy by eleven years. In the verse 13, the Bible says, And Gideon said unto him, Oh my Lord, he said, If I, if, if the Lord be with us, why then is all this befalling us? And where be all his miracles, which our fathers told us of saying, Did not the Lord bring us out from Egypt? But now the Lord has forsaken us and delivered us into the hands of the Midianites. What stands really reason that Gideon was a man who was connected to his history. He knew where he was coming from. His fathers are sat him down, his mothers are sat him down, and they, they, they've taught that particular guy. So he knew the standards of God. He has said about God. He has said about the miracle that God was actually doing. He knows that God coordinates things. So when he met with the angel, he said, Why are these befalling us? Why is it that witches are looking for us? Why is it that warlocks are looking for us all over? 
Why is it a marine principality and Bwafka, I mean, entering into the presence of God and trying to, I mean, show, I mean, lift up some attire, I mean, lift up some, I mean, their, their shoulders before God, trying to prove power. Do you know power? He said, why is it that all these have befallen us? Why is it that we are experiencing famine nowadays? Because our fathers have told us how powerful and dreadful God was, how wicked we could smite the people of Israel, take us from the captivity, and bring up in uh, bring us into the land that is flowing with milk and honey. 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 In the verses 14, the Bible says, and the Lord look upon him and said, He said, Go in this dimines. And thou shalt save Israel from the hands of the Midianites. Have not I sent thee? What stands the reason that Gideon was being sent by God? Child of God, I need you to understand that sometimes God can send you, but the enemy can be a standing block between you and the message. And, and I, I, it has happened over and over. So whoever that is standing in between your message, let the Holy Ghost strike such a one. We are in the dispensation of the Holy Ghost. Let him strike such a one. Could you remember concerning the gentleman Paul on the way of Damascus? There was something powerful that happened there. The gentleman was trying to put stubborn. I mean, he was trying to say that he has his learning, he has written, he has he has read about God. I mean, he knows God. I mean, he knows about dwarf. I mean, he can turn to a bush for, for dwarf to appear physically. Hey, the guy thought that he knows the standard of Israel. I mean, the guy thought that he could call certain spirits for them to manifest. The guy said, thought that he, he knew the Jews very well. I mean, you understand that no. When the Lord says someone, you dare not mess with some church person, especially those who know their identity. We are princes and queens in heaven. We are citizens of heaven. We are in heaven, but our body and our flesh is on earth. Because this is where the Lord said, let the body be and let the spirit be in heaven. In the verse 15, the Bible says that, And he said unto him, O oh, my Lord, wherewith shall I save Israel? Behold, my family is poor, oh, in Manasseh, and I am least in my father's house. In the verse 16, the Bible says that, The Lord said unto him, Surely I will be with thee. He <laughs> said, like, doesn't matter what you are going through, whether you are trying to plan or plot and kill. He said, I, the Lord, will be with thee. Hey, see, let me tell you something. Let me, let me brag about God. There are reports that say, Wait, if, if there is anything that I can brag of, I can't brag about God. God is not an accent. I mean, but I can brag about spiritual chariots. In this year, we, we, I declared one of, one of the months as our month of chariots, experiencing chariots. And I checked it up, and I saw that that particular month, that, I mean, accident came down. I mean, accident came down. So I need you to understand that if we are in we, we, we can boast of anything. I can boast of the chariots of God. How I can experience how chariot maneuvers and chariot take us here and there. If there's anything that I can boast of, then I can boast of God. Because I've met with God not once, not twice, but daily, daily, daily. As I'm speaking to you right now, God is on his throne and he's looking at certain things in the life of people. But I pray that as his eye, as the eye, as the eye, as the eye of God, have a direct contact with you, May you receive your salvation. May you receive your transformation. May you receive your miracle. May you receive your healing in the mighty name of Jesus. May you receive your deliverance in the name of Jesus. In the verses in the Bible says that the Lord said unto him, Surely I will be with thee, and thou shalt smite the Midianites as one man. 
I love God. In the verse 17, the Bible said, and he said unto him, If now I have found grace in thy sight, then show me a sign, not a prophetic direction. He said, If God, I have seen, if you have seen me and you have worked with me, he said, Show me a sign, not a prophetic direction. That is why I love this particular this particular gentleman. I mean, um, the prophet, one prophet, oh, may I remember his name? I'm going to try and remember his name. I mean, he recites in Kumase, one big prophet. I mean, signs and tokens. I mean, that prophet will give you a sign and give you a token. And when signs and tokens comes together, in Lava Kataya Basias, you could see that, yes, there is something moving on in your spirit. And he said, if I found, he said unto him, if I now, if now I have found grace in thy sight, then seal me a sign that thou talkest with me. As I was preaching to you, and I said, I see God on his throne, and I see his laser discernment eye going through the people who are watching this particular video right now. Which means that God is still at work. In the verse 18, the Bible says that, it says, Depart not hence, I pray thee, until I come unto thee, until I come unto thee, and bring forth my presence, and set it before thee, and he said, I will tarry until that come again. What stands to reason that Gideon wanted to build a, path, a direct contact with God? He wanted to feel the angel. He wanted to feel God. So he said, could you kindly tarry a little bit? I need you to wait for me a little bit. I got some issues that I've got to resolve in my family. I got some issues that I've got to resolve in my father, my father-in-law's house. He said, I got issues that I've got to resolve in my biological mother's in my, my biological mother's house. I got an issue that I've got to resolve in the life of my wife. He said, I got an issue that I got to resolve in my nation. He said, I got an issue that I've got to resolve in my community. He said, I got an issue that I've got to resolve so that I could have an impact of what you have sent me to do. Yeah, I love the gentleman Gideon. The verse 19, the Bible says that Gideon went in and made ready a cake and olive cake of an effort of flour. The flesh he put in a basket and he put the broth in a pot and brought it out unto him under the oak and presented it. What stands to reason that Gideon wanted to feed the angel of the law. Gideon fed the angel of the law several years ago when, when, when actually I started ministry and I began to have an encounter. The Trinity came to me, God the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit came to me. And as I was eating, they were eating with me. But I couldn't profess it. I couldn't tell people because I thought people would doubt me. But I got to a time that the Lord said to me, said, this is the season that you got to tell them. that Yes, the Lord is with me. Is with me. I saw Jesus. I saw Jesus eating with me. Not, not, not in, in the spirit. I was eating physical and he was around and he was eating. And I saw God the Father on one of my seats and I saw the Holy Spirit on the other. And, and we we're having, I mean, we're having a communion. So it is biblical for a man to feed an angel because there are weightless angels. There are angels that don't have wings. They manifest in the form of humans and they perform whatever that they have to perform in life. In the verses 20, the Bible says that, and the angel, and the angel of, of God said unto him, He said, Take the flesh and the living cake and lay them upon the shore and pour out the broth. And he did so. So the angel said, You got to show some seed. You need to bear some sacrifice. In the verse 21, the Bible says, Then the angel of the Lord puts forth the end of the staff that was in his hand. 
and touch the flesh and the unleavened cakes. And these rose up fire out of the rock. So there was no fire in the rock until the angel of the Lord actually held the staff. I mean, touched this particular, I mean, rock and fire came out of it. I believe that this particular angel is coming from the jurisdiction of the Holy Ghost. You got to understand that there are dimensions in heaven when you get to heaven, that there are levels of angelic ranks. And every angel works symmetrically to the Trinity. God the Father has his angels, the Son has his angels, and the Holy Ghost has his angels. So I believe that I think this particular angel that could make fire come out of a rock is coming from the jurisdiction of the Holy Ghost. You got to check up with one of my messages on YouTube, Kingdom Hierarchy. Kingdom Hierarchy, it will bless you. It will bless you. It will be a blessing unto you. Kingdom hierarchy. And then and there rose up fire out of the rock and consumed the flesh and unleavened cake. Then the angel of the Lord departed out of his sight. Because his assignment has been accomplished. His assignment has been accomplished. In verse 22, the Bible says that. And when Gideon perceived that the that he was an angel of the Lord, Gideon said, Alas, O Lord God, for because I have seen an angel of the Lord face to face. In the verse 22, 23, he says, And the Lord said unto him, It's a peace be unto thee. Fear not, thou shalt not die. What stands to reason? There is, a, there is a sure possibility that the assignment that God had given to the gentleman Gideon, he could die. He could die. So, I mean, God was, sorry, God was giving him, I mean, encouragement. God was actually motivating him that this thing that you are going to do, you will not die. You will not die. You will not die. You will live and declare. The works that I've asked you to do. In the verse 24, the Bible says that then Gideon built an altar there unto the law and called it Jehovah Shalom. <laughs> Jehovah Shalom. I, I love altars. There is something I have learned concerning altars that the devil has an altar, Lucifer has an altar, and God has an altar. Lucifer has an altar, and God has an altar. So when, the, when, 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 when Lucifer's altar comes in direct contact with God's altar, there is fire. There is fire. You see? That is how Lucifer operates and that is how Lucifer works. So you got to build altars for God. Either financially or physically you can build a church for God. For example, in Ghana we are building a national cathedral. You can, I mean, call us in and support us with anything that you can do. I mean, we are, we are doing something great for God. As a nation, we are doing something great for God. We are doing something great for God. And unto this day, it is yet an opera of Abiazari. In the verse 25, the Bible said that, and it came to pass the same night that the Lord said unto him, He said, Take thy father's young bullock, even the second bullock of seven years old, and throw down the altar of thou that thy father has, and cut down the groove that is by it. So the Lord commanded him, and he said, Gideon, there is something I have learned about the people I call. They have limitation upon them, they have setback, they have delay, they have denial, they have mockery, they have rejection. And one thing that causes them to go through is what I call altars. So Gideon, you have to deal with one particular altar in your family's background called the altar of Baal. Because I don't have any direct contact with Baal. Baal has, I mean, I mean, Baal has stood in defiance and have casted him out of my presence in heaven. So I don't have any direct contact with Baal. So go back and destroy that particular altar of Baal. Shagula Hatayabasias. In the verse 26, the Bible says that. And built an altar unto the Lord thy God upon the upon the top of this rock in the ordered place, and take the second bullock and offer a, a burnt sacrifice with the wood of the groove which thou shalt cut 
down. So when one altar comes down, a demonic altar comes down, a divine altar rises up. I pray that any demonic altar that is fighting against you, let the angels, special angelic forces, that work upon the altars of God, let them receive, let, let, them, let them descend right now, let them come down right now. Let them come down right now and break that altars in the name of Jesus. We contend with your contenders in the mighty name of Jesus. As you connect with this particular video, we pray that let angels come to town. Angels that deal with waters, begin to break the waters, set fire upon the waters, break to the foundations, break to the grounds in the mighty name of Jesus. So Gideon had to break one altar and I mean lift up another altar. Shadabatuas Ibrahasis. In the verse 27, the Bible said that Gideon took ten men of his servants and did as the Lord has said unto him. Uh, and, and, and so it was because he feared his father's household and the men of the city that he could not do it by day and he did it by night. What stands to reason that there are certain things that when God sends you to do, you can't do it in the day. Because of, spirit, because of the spirit that will contend with you, because of the lips that will fight against you, because of the tongue that will curse you, you can't do it by day. But you got to do it by night. Because during the night, God actually prepared the night for people to sleep. So during the night, the father of Gideon was asleep. And God was saying that, I, I need you to break this particular thing and, and, and let up an altar for me. So he did it in the night. That is what I call divine wisdom. Not prophetic direction. This is pure divine wisdom. Because if it is prophetic direction, probably he would have done it. He would have done it in a day. But because God spoke and there was wisdom embedded in the spirit of God, he acted upon the wisdom, applied wisdom, and destroyed the altar and built the altar of God. I pray that God will channel wisdom to whoever you are watching me. If you need the garment of wisdom, receive it now in the mighty name of Jesus. In the verse 20, the Bible says, that when the men of the city arose in the morning, behold, the, the altar of Baal was cast down, and groove was cut down. That was by it. And a second bullock was offered upon the altar that was built. I mean, Gideon was very brave. He would cast one altar down, and that same place, he lifted the, the, the altar of God. I pray and I declare in the mighty name of Jesus that after this particular message, you receive the best on confidence. Under the basis of your confidence. So I, I keep on asking that. What is the basic of your confidence? What is the basis of your confidence? Life is not easy for any of us. But what of that? We must have perseverance. And above all, confidence in ourselves. We must believe that we are gifted for something. And that this thing must be attained. It doesn't matter whoever that stands against you. Mm -hmm. 